We know the Miraglim, the, I guess you call them spies, who went to check out Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, right before we entered Israel, sent by Moshe Rabbeinu because they really asked for it. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't happy to do it, you know, but he let them do it, like Hashem told them. So the Miraglim went into Eretz Yisrael, they went to spy the land. And even though Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, was so beautiful, and Hashem told them it's a beautiful land, Eretz Zavat Chalavudvash, everything is great, the land is great, the ground is great, the fruits, the vegetables, the avir, the air, everything is great. But unfortunately, the Miraglim, the spies, who were, by the way, very big tzaddikim, they were Gedoli Hador. These were tremendous tamidech chachamim geonim, these were really, really righteous people. They were the Roshay Adad, they were in charge of their tribes. But... In the middle of nowhere, just like that, boom, they turned into Rashaim. They turned into wicked people. And it's such a hard thing to say. But look what Rashi says. Rashi says, You can go send your messengers, meaning the Gedol to go check out Eretz Yisrael to spy. How come this story in the parish of the Miraglim, a spy in the land, was right after the parashat of Miriam? You know, Miriam unfortunately got punished for not really saying Lashon Hara, but it sounded like Lashon Hara on her brother Moshe Rabbeinu. Right before this, Miriam and Nevi'ah Rabotai got punished for a little bit hinting Lashon Hara on her tremendous level, on her brother that she loved so much, but it was still considered Lashon Hara on her level that she got punished for it. Talking about Miriam at Tzadikah, Miriam and Nevi'ah, the older sister of Moshe Rabbeinu, basically also saved Moshe Rabbeinu's life. She loved Moshe Rabbeinu, but she still got punished for a little bit of Lashon Har in her level. And the Miraglim, right afterwards, they go to Israel and they come back. And what do they do? They speak Lashon Hara about the land. What did they say? They said only negative things about the land. They said that there's too many giants of people that were not going to be able to conquer it. They said that it's a country that keeps on burying its people. They kept on complaining and complaining and they gave a bad attitude, a bad tone to the whole land of Israel. And then convinced the whole Jewish nation when they came back after they spied on the land they convinced the whole Jewish people that we're not going to be able to conquer the land even though Hashem said you will and even though Hashem already split the sea and gave you the man and gave you the slav and the asaram makot and the ten plagues so you see Hashem is in control of everything and He's doing everything you need for you still the Miraglim became like Rashi says Reshaim they became wicked how did they become wicked? because they turned on Hashem and they started speaking Lashonara against their land. And Arabatai, this is very deep stuff. How we could call such big tzaddikim one day, and boom, they turn into Rishayim, like the words of Rashi, they turn into wicked people. But from here, Arabatai, we can learn a tremendous lesson. And it's very, very, very scary. Even big people, even really, really, really big tzaddikim, even though the tremendous tzaddikim, they always, always have to be careful. And we see also the damage the Lashonara does. Shanhara damaged so much that even though there were great tzaddikim, the Torah calls them reshaim, wicked people, for speaking bad about the land of Israel that Hashem wanted to give us. Lashanhara is so damaging. If such big tzaddikim could be called reshaim for speaking Lashanhara, what are we going to say for your average Jew that's not near, close to the Beheleg of Meragim, the one inside Eretz Yisrael. You're talking about Gedor Le'elam, you're talking about very holy people, but they're still called reshaim for speaking Lashanhara. What's your average Jew going to say?